I want to share some ideas about the ten plagues, and we're in the story of Vayera, and that has so much to teach us, so much going on. The Ber Mayim Chaim, the great Hasidic master, says there was actually two aspects of the plagues. One was that we were, um, that Par was hit, so to speak, because of his denial of Hashem. It was like, me Hashem, who's Hashem? Like, why should I listen to him? What are you telling me, Moshe? Like, forget it. There's, there's no God. There's no. There's only these. You know, the sun, God of the moon, God. This, this omnipotent, all knowing, etc. I'm not interested. And then there was a second level, which was the fact that, as the Medrash says, it was kind of measure for measure. It says, for example, he brings the Medrash. It says that the reason that the blood turned into water was because the the Jewish women. The war to turn into blood, excuse me, is because the Jewish women wanted to go to the mikveh and they wanted to have children with Kedusha Vatara and they wanted to have children in a state of holiness and the Egyptians denied them that and therefore the very water that they didn't allow them access to, so that turned to blood. And he continues and he brings the rest, uh, other parts of the Medrash. Fine. I was thinking it could be very simple that there's a connection because between Paro denying Hashem and the ten plagues. Sometimes a person can just deny Hashem, but it doesn't necessarily have a outward uh, expression. He doesn't, he doesn't believe. And sometimes a person can be cruel, but it's not because of deeper philosophical reasons. And by Mitzrayim, it went together. There was a there was a denial of Hashem and the cruelty that it connected to. So it's the two things together. Now, wh- why is that important to know? So uh, I think what how this ties in is how the Nesiva Shalom explains. Nesiva Shalom says that there was an, a necessary for the whole process of the Makos to take place for a very important reason. And he asked the question first, why wasn't, if there was a question of just getting the Jews out of Egypt, so why didn't Hashem just bring Makos Bechoris, bring the, the plague of the firstborn, knock out all the firstborn, the whole, Jew, the whole Egyptian people are going to be panicked, and therefore then, then they'll send them out. What do you need to have the whole process for? And he explains, that there's Esser Sphiris the Kedusha and Esser Sphiris the Tumah. There are, there are t- ten um, building blocks of reality that can build for Kedusha, for holiness, and there are the ten same building blocks, but they can be used in Tumah. Now, the whole purpose of this world is to bring out the Kedusha of the world. It's to be, number one, have an awareness of Hashem, and number two, to act accordingly and act in in. Um, in, you know, together with that awareness to lead a life of goodness and, and, and giving and caring, etc. And what Paro did was he took those two things and he put them together. He made the denial of Hashem turn into a cruelty. So it was a denial and it was and it was cruelty. So the two of those things, they, they created a terribly powerful, uh, impure reality called Thomas Mitzrayim. That became the impurity of Mitzrayim. And in order to break that, that had to be changed into a kedusha, into a sanctity. And that had to be, even though had he been open to it, he wouldn't have to been crushed in order to bring that reality about. How did that reality happen? So, just in in short, he says that in the Haggadah, as we know, the ten plagues are broken by broken up by Rabbi Yehuda into three groups. Just to make it short, the first three groups have to do with either water, that which is under the water, that which comes from the ground. The second group is that which is above ground or on ground, has to do with the animals and the plagues, the pestilence, right? And it ha- and then it has to do, and then there's the above the ground, that's the last group, which is barad and the, the, the hail and the, the darkness, etc. And he says that basically the breaking of these impure shells was a turning around 
of all of the impurity that they made. So that the first thing that has to be broken is the impurity of the physical world, which is represented by the first three of the plagues. That's the ones that are connected to the ground, the blood, the water, the, the frogs, the lice, and that has to be broken first. That's the first uncovering of the impurity that was created. Then there's a next level, which is the level of the ground. All of those animals are on the ground, and that represents mankind. That represents how we are affected in this world. And that is a little higher level of man. That's a little higher level of Kedusha, but that also had to be break broken. But it had to be that we had to reconnect ourselves to Hashem and break the kalipas, break the shells that Paro had built up in such a powerful way. And then ultimately, they had to go to a higher level, which is the level of understanding, which is those things which represent, which are talked about in terms of heaven, in terms of in terms of Barad, in terms of the hail that comes from heaven, in terms of the darkness. All of these things were the higher reality that we also had to break through and kind of get back to ourselves as full human beings. So first it was at the lower level of the first plague, then the next level of the human level, and then the higher level of creating a, a reality of connecting back to Hashem. So the whole process of the plagues was not a very simple, was not a simple process at all. And it was kind of a, a, a building, a kind of a breaking down of an ugly world, of a world of impurity, and building up a world of sanctity. That's a little bit of the an overview of the take of ten plagues, according to our great Hasidic masters and according to the Torah uh, on on the uh, that we have on a deeper level.